coming up on Just Elders Podcast. Shit, I've been going through some shit, man. Keith, you, you really got there and helped me out, man. You helped me too. Like, you helped me too. <laughs> <laughs> A woman would rather be with an abusive nigga than a fattening. <laughs> right, babe, you sound I'm, hurt. <laughs> you sound hurt. <laughs> me not hitting women really fucked me up because I only got one move. <laughs> so this, all of it, all of it. Hey, boy, what you, what you read my book? Boy? <laughs> I I, I, Say that word again. Yeah, I, I, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Ostracized. <laughs> hey, hey. So I see this nigga, he say something crazy to you. I'm like, come on, bro. Hell no. Hell no. Go on back over there with him. <laughs> <laughs> he finna set me up. We not tripping. Not tripping. <laughs> hey, look, we were at eight. I'm we trying to, it's Shady Saturday. <laughs> Bring the camera, son. Bring the camera. All the young girls who want to make life with... We talking about you was a baby and only 15 years later, mm-hmm. you have identified yourself as a killer. I'm blaming one, the ones that's pumping the poison and I'm also blaming the ones that's holding the medicine. It's two mm-hmm. sides. <clears throat> Today. I'm at my family union. You listening to this? I'm at the family union right now. Ready? Born ready. What are you doing? Who does that? Yo! Hey, open your eye. Take a look around. Tell me what you're seeing. Tell me what you like. You know what this girl tell me? She really like what she's seeing. And she like my bike. She say she she like my bike. She Hey, y'all, this Shady Saturdays. What's up, family? You tuned into the Just Have the Podcast. How does podcast ever hit the airwaves? Super excited. We're about to record the greatest episode we have ever recorded. I say it every time, and I mean it every single time. We're back. Another episode of Shady Saturdays with our resident shade specialist, <laughs> motherfucking TJ Spells, aka Cheddar Feeney. Adoption. Adoption. Man, you're rude as hell. I just want to say on the behalf of Troy, <laughs> my cousin, yeah, his family, man. And he, you know, the first, the fucked up thing is the first thing he said was he didn't say, "Damn, bro, this nigga fucked up." He said, "I forgot we on your podcast." Like I said, shit. I don't think you were. I don't think you were listening. <laughs> I think he just responded. Like, was definitely listening though. I definitely was listening. 
He said, what if you? He said, Cheddar, do you have kids? I say, nah. He said, well, so if you had kids, they couldn't walk or talk. But I, what you want me to tell them? You lying. You don't think I put my kids up for adoption? You lying, bro. You lying, bro. You probably, you probably, you know, you fuck with it. You probably, and it's Shady Saturday. We'll give it to you. Damn, true. <laughs> hey, man, what's up? What's up? Well, shout out to all the listeners. Thank you for tuning in to another episode. We love y'all so much. Um, a lot of shit going on, a lot of shit to talk about, man. Um, before I get into it, you know, I just want to just, you know, thank God. You know what I'm saying? Thank God for just life. Itself. Let me just start that off. You know what I'm saying? Regardless of what you got going on right now, thank God for life. Yeah. You know, it's a lot of bullshit happening in the world. Give it up. Money might not be right. You know what I'm saying? You know, your job might get on your nerve, but you alive and you here. Mm-hmm. I just got to say that, man. Cause, you know, my mom was in a car accident uh, not too long ago. Real serious car accident. Mm-hmm. Uh, dude hit her from the back and the car caught on fire. Dang. With my nephew Dang. in the car, bro. With my oh, nephew. You, you didn't say that. I thought it was just your mom in the car. Uh, Winnie's son was in the car. Man, how he feeling? Bro, you know, he, I keep telling him to quit laughing so much. We try to get shit out of him. You're a happy baby. <laughs> He's just smiling. But what, like, what's know that what's so coming. funny? So if you know, if you know Johnny, right? Mm-hmm. I always tell Winnie John, he's going to love roller coasters. Guys. You can like throw him up super high yeah. on the guy and he just gonna laugh and he gonna Bro, I'm telling you that him, him and King where they rode they rode dogs, man. They be having Bro. that day excitement fact. He be jumping off the shit like we come out the garage, he like leaning back and like we bruh. So crazy too. when they hit the car, you know, it take my mom to describe it. They hit the car like obviously the car caught on fire. Yeah. That's how hard it got hit. Got hit, then it spit off and went to another incoming Tranford truck, semi truck. <clears throat> this nigga laughing. My mama thought she died because this nigga laughing. <laughs> like she said, it was just so quiet and peaceful at one moment. <laughs> she thought she died. And he back there laughing because he's back there laughing. Boy, she boy. thought she don't went to heaven or something. <laughs> and boy. you know the dude that did it, he had his baby in the car mm. with him too. But he jumped out immediately. He pulled out. He pulled out my mom. He pulled out. He pulled out Johnny. And he pulled out my mom. Like he jumped out immediately. Yeah. You, you know our. You know our rule. I was about to say. <laughs> what? Lock up. Freeze up. Oh no! Nah. That check coming. Cause oh yeah. We got a brother, rule. We got a rule. That was that brother's fault. <laughs> if you ever in a car accident, whoever get out first, it's they fault. It's they fault. Mm. Rule of thumb: Pay attention to any car accident. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> even even if it's a bad one, <laughs> if that motherfucker caused it, they gonna he, crawl. Out. Yeah, <laughs> let me make sure these folks straight. They finna tear me up, <laughs> bro. You know, so you know, my, my mom she she bruised up, but she at home recovering, and um. Shit really just had me. I ain't gonna lie. When I first heard about it, because I was just dealing with the death we just had of um, Michael Bozeman in a car accident, and it just man. Oh, I didn't know he uh, passed in a car accident. It was a car accident. Mm. Rest in peace to him, man. I was I found out about it in the process of helping them go with that sir, 
It just, instead of being like overwhelmingly thankful, like I ain't gonna lie, that shit really just it it, it kind of take a toll on you because you like, dang man, it, it, this close, you be that close, bro. Cast my mama would have went out, man. I ain't gonna lie to y'all. I only I only know what to tell you. I feel like that too. I only know what to tell you. Didn't want to start there. We're supposed to start out with like a good mood, but yeah. I'm just thankful for life. I'm thankful for life and everybody that's alive. So I'm telling people, whatever you're going through. Shit ain't that serious. You know, if you mad at somebody right now and you know you love them deep down inside, call that person. Make up to that person. Let's, uh, you know, make up. Life too short. Let's love on everybody. Let's support everybody. Let's live, man. We we alive, man. And that's my motto today, man. And, and you know what? I ain't gonna lie. Just, you know, me and Keith were talking about some shit. I've been going through some shit, man. Keith, you, you really got there and helped me out, man. You helped me too. Like, you me too. <laughs> <laughs> this is true soulmates. Hey, look, I was trying to go into because y'all know I always be in this high vibration. I was purposely trying to go into a, like I because everything make me want to be in a low vibration mode, mm-hmm. and then they keep pulling me out of that shit. I ain't even get a chance to sit in. It was pretty cool. Well, okay, you know be we, nice. we done been here before, and shit. I thought about it. I was like, shit, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, what, what, what else? Like, what else? Like you said, what, what else could really happen? You know what I'm saying? Looking at the picture that you sent me from your mom's, and I'm just like, damn. You know, like some of the, some of this stuff is super petty, right? And right. a lot of this stuff, we know, we know we're doing the work, so it's going to come. You know what I'm saying? These little temporary things, right? Yeah, it's gonna shake you up, but it's like, man. Nah, we we doing the work. We doing what we got to do. We got to push through. You know what I'm saying? And and I wouldn't have gotten to this point if it weren't for Eldridge because we've been at different points of times and like now I realize it always these, work out. These are those well, and that and these are those key entrepreneur times Moments. where it's like okay, what what else needs to happen, right? And then it's also a time to be grateful, right? And when I say grateful, I had to even talk to myself and realize like. You know, there were some things that I needed and wanted. And, I, you know, you know how you be like, man, God, if you bless me with this car, I'm going to go to every opportunity that presents itself to me. Yeah. And then you get the car, you don't go nowhere. You don't go nowhere. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Lord, if you just let me get past this, then I'll do this. And then you ain't doing it. Mm-hmm. So this is a time I really had to like. And then I was looking at some other stuff, too, like um, just just mental things that you have to tell yourself at different ages. because. You know, I'm looking at myself and I'm like, shit, nigga closer to 40 than he is to 30. Mm. So what I got to do mentally Sheesh. is, I know. So, so what a nigga got to do mentally is different than what I did five years ago mentally. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So then basically when you get older, it's like, I mean, you got to talk to yourself like a kid sometimes. Like, nigga, you know what the fuck you got to do. Yeah, you know that. That's why older people get into shape and shit too. I be noticing like now I see why our shot just lost that weight like that. Because well, you know you surgery. Can, <laughs> <laughs> I mean it is shady Saturday. Let me just. He ain't losing the weight in that head though. That's why, that why I said his name. But just old people <laughs> in general, like when you talk to older people, you ask like now I realize what they say when they be like, oh I just drink water and I don't. They just started drinking water in their thirties. In forties, they ain't been drinking water all their life. Now, like, <laughs> now, cause like now I'm grown, bro. I, I rarely, I'm drinking this damn Coke now because ain't nothing else to drink in this house. I only drink. I only been drinking water. My like, bad. And you know what? 
I've been out of town. I just realized I haven't reset since I got back from Africa. Yeah. Came from Africa, went to D.C., from D.C., New Orleans. Like, I ain't reset. I went in that kitchen the other day. I'm like, man, all this shit need to be thrown away. Mm-hmm. Cheddar's trying to cook some bad bacon. <laughs> 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 bacon, so my bad, green, man, and some other green hey, eggs and ham and shit. Dude. Sunday we're gonna be right, man. Sunday we're gonna it's be right. August. Well, the first, <laughs> the first, guy. You know my food steps hit. <laughs> well, you heard to where the party at? Uh, Georgia wasn't giving no food stamps this month. They had a little glitch in the system. Yeah, like over, I over, heard about that. Yeah, over sixty percent of people did not receive their stamps. Oh shit! See, I don't get them personally, but I got a person I'm bound from. <laughs> Why you get that I gotta, I gotta call them see if we got our stamps. <laughs> But I'm nigga. I'm like, damn, nigga, do you eat it all? Nigga been hustling those stands lately. The past two times I've been in the grocery store, niggas been outside like, hey, I got no stands. Yeah. I got no stands. See, I like them. I like the ones that like people. See, when I buy, unless I know you, you got to come shopping with me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they walk with you. They walk with you. <laughs> and then, mm-hmm. look, mm-hmm. I make you go in the line by yourself. No. <laughs> Oh, oh, you go swipe the card for my groceries. Oh, I can only fuck with you if it's 50 cents on the dollar. I don't like that 75 cents on the dollar shit. I don't like that. They be trying. You know what I think that is? I think somebody found a white customer. And they they just been getting their ass. And they they tried. Exactly. They tried to try it on us. But ain't no way that shit just went from 50 to 75. That that shit. You gotta be fifty for me. Cause one, my math don't even work. I'm about to say niggas don't even do math like that. Like, <laughs> like hold on, hold on. You know them four ain't gonna equal three that quick. Like, come Nigga, on, man. I'm sitting here, goddamn. That's what I'm saying. I bought five apples. <laughs> I gave Johnny three. <laughs> nah, that shit don't add up for me. I need that fifty cent. I need that fifty cent. Damn. My math don't work that good. <laughs> That's too funny. Oh shit, man. Sadie Saturday, man. What we gonna start, man? <laughs> Hey man, uh, I know where I want to start, but I don't know if y'all want to say that. Go, go ahead and start. Where you want to start, man? It's a we, you know, Chatty. Uh, he one of the hottest comedians in the game. Oh, we can't go there yet. We can't That's what I there said. Yet. That's what okay, I said. Okay, <laughs> let's go to uh, your your boy because he he went to court recently. Yeah, man. You know, um, you know, uh, for those that don't know, our good brother Jonathan Mazers is going through some legal uh, issues right now uh, because he was dealing with their sister from the mountains. Mm. The Yakubian. <laughs> the refrigerators. <laughs> and the sister got him caught up because we got yourself caught up. You're dealing with that white girl. And he in court right now. She said he choked her out. Um, he did a whole bunch of stuff to her. And he showed up in court, but he was not alone. My brother went from, you know, the Bible said your help, the mountains, <laughs> in which your help coming from. Like, <laughs> my girl Megan Good was hit him. Hey, man, Megan Good trying to redeem herself with the brothers. Hey, oh, she, so knew, she knew we were looking at her a little crazy. She, she talking to preacher. She Is talking she? to Jonathan? Yeah, they dating. Hey, they dating. What? Yes, bro. Yeah, I'm, and you know what? And I'm glad that she didn't leave. Like, she, she went, she doubled down with another brother. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And with a brother that was kind of in trouble. So it's like, you know she fucking with him. Abusive. <laughs> okay, we ain't gonna say Women that. love abuse. I'm oh. just... <laughs> oh, my God. I'm, I'm convinced, bro. I mean, she why do you say that? Why you she, say she that, Jenna? Preacher. A woman would rather be with an abusive nigga than a fattening. 
Baby, you sound I'm hurt. Baby, you sound I'm hurt. Mad. He mad. I'm hurt. Man, she like him for other reason than that. He probably just shook her one time, nigga. Man, that nigga lift his hand up one time, Megan got say, I love you. No, I'm talking about Yosef. I ain't talking about Megan now. Oh, my about, situation? Yeah, somebody left you for somebody that shook Was them. abusive, yeah. Oh, I, I deal with women like that all the time. See, as a fat boy, you got to go get somebody that's like, to be there for you. And It's like snitching. When you an adult, it ain't no such thing as snitching. <laughs> ain't no such thing as dirty Mac and That's why number two album. <laughs> it's number one now. <laughs> oh, it's number, number one. one. Oh, number shit. One. That mean he the first hip-hop album to go number one. Yeah, this year. Yeah. This year. <laughs> but, you know, that's, that's, that we got on hate listens, but yeah. that's hate views, but. Well, yeah. had, niggas were re-listening trying to see, did he say my name? Who was <laughs> <laughs> but you're right. When you get older. Dirty Mackin is like snitching. There's no such thing. Bro, there ain't no right. such thing, bro. I'm hating. Nigga, I'm hating on this nigga. Exactly. I, matter of fact. And, and because because if you get older and if Dirty Mackin works on your woman, that means either one, you fucking up that much and you deserve to leave. Mm-hmm. But most times, her stupid ass deserve to leave. You fall for that shit, girl. Like, come on. You think yeah. I got time to bring sand from the beaches, bitch? I'm working. Yeah. What you talking about? Like, he ain't got no job. He had all day. Right. This nigga Joe's chilling in the. Nigga. He's chilling in the diner. If you watch this movie, this video, Joe ain't got no fucking job. See, I ain't nigga gonna chilling lie. in the diner all day watching you. See, bitch, I'm at work. <laughs> <laughs> like he can do all the things. Hey. I did them before. That's the thing too. Women, y'all forget. We y'all them forget all the shit. First of all, not only do they forget the shit that I had to do to get you. They forget the responsibility that they gave me to stay with you. Oh, Come on, bro. Let's have a real conversation, bro. And then these new niggas just get to come with jokes and dick. <laughs> these new niggas make them laugh and they just fucking. And them niggas is equivalent to all the shit I'm doing. Come on now. Slow your roll. Now you really dirty, Mac. You over there dirty, Mac. <laughs> That's my game, nigga. I make them laugh. I make them laugh and, and give them shit. dick. Nah, nah what, I, what I'm saying is, to your point, though, I, I do remember. I'll never forget this. I, I had an ex one time. and <laughs> This is me, Nah, look. Because, you know, one thing about me, you can guarantee a lot. Of, you can say I did a lot of things. 
You would never hear me say I hit a woman. Okay. Ever. I got four sisters, and I'm like five, six and a half. You can't hit a woman at five, six and a half. You can fight a woman. <laughs> like, only tall niggas can hit women. Yeah. Because if you my height, that they woman going to fight back, nigga. Yeah. Like, so, no, I'm never going to touch you. So I remember she was telling me about, you know, in the beginning where every woman, I love when you date a woman and they just tell you how terrible the nigga before you were. Yeah, tell me, baby. So she went through all, all the, oh, man, this nigga terrible. And I was in the fetal position. He beat me. You know, I'm, I'm doing her like that big nigga was doing Chris Tucker in that movie. He beat you. He beat you. He grabbed <laughs> you like, he grabbed you like this. You stupid as hell. <laughs> so, so, like this. He grabbed you like this. So, so I'm taking my shirt off and shit. So she tell me how this nigga just beat her, right? And I'm like, man, I'll never do that. I'll never do that. <laughs> so relationship go on. We break up, right? This motherfucker did something to me I ain't never seen in my life, bro. She said, not only did she say, she said, you the worst boyfriend oh. I've ever had. I said, worse than a nigga that beat you? What? And then that nigga came to pick up her stuff. I told you they like that abuse. I ain't gonna lie, bro. Like, I don't want to go with that take, but that was some shady shit, bro, on Shady Saturday, bro. I don't let you confide in me. I don't. I don't think the women like the abuse. I think what what it is is, it's it's something about the the attention, not the attention of your fist. <laughs> no, nah, it's, it's. I think it has something to do with like the the father thing, the father figure, like missing, missing. Like, bro, I'm, I can't. It's hard to put that together, bro. Bro, I'm telling you, nah, bro, it, watching, it correlates I'm, somewhat. This, I'm telling you, this should kind of correlate. Like, shot ahead of dead. The one you, yeah, yeah, but that don't. That's what I'm saying. It could be daddy, but issue. but she he could have you know beat on her uh, on her mama. You never know. Yeah, that shit weird. Or or who knows? Every time the only time she got a hug from her dad was after her dad disciplined her. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It'd be, it be little shit like that. Okay, that like, like man, just yeah, bro. I'm telling you, you gotta. You now, gotta... I will say this though. I will say this. <laughs> like for me, like I be <laughs> I be saying, look, me not hitting women. Really fucked me up because I only got one move. <laughs> I only got one move. What's the one move? Yeah, I got one move. I fake leave. <laughs> and after that, what else is there to do? Like, if you got dang, and I'm not big or I'm not tall and I smile a lot, that's the other thing that yeah, fucked me you, up. You smile. My too personality much. don't, I don't even yeah. get to give that. <laughs> I don't even get to get him in no eye. But, like, you smile too much. Yeah, you're right. Because, like, at least if you, like. See, keep a mean ass nigga. So you get to be quiet and be like, oh, shit, girl. Oh, or, shit. Or, girl. I, or when you see me laughing during a crazy situation, <laughs> I'm like the Joker. <laughs> <laughs> see, see, for me, see, all I got to do, I'm like that nigga on goddamn uh, Black Mirrors, in the episode one, season six. When a nigga just when he found out she cheated, oh, oh nigga, yeah, he ain't had no conversation. He just, that's our move. Yeah, that's that's all, all we can do. Is yeah, one final cut. Let me see your phone. <laughs> <laughs> she said, "What, huh, bro?" All I got is that move. I gotta leave, and then when if I leave, I gotta stay gone for a while, like to let you kind of, you know, what I'm saying to get. I gotta hear all the buzzwords that it's okay to come back. You know yeah. what I'm saying? The buzzwords are shit like, "I'm sorry." Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Buzzwords shit like. What do you want me to do? You know what I'm saying? The buzzword stuff like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like it's all your fault. 
No, like, no, it's shit like that they are, you know, repenting. They denouncing their behavior. Yeah, accountability. Yeah. Oh, that work with you? You you good at that? No, like, no. If they say that, I come back. Okay. But after that, it's like a child. Yeah, you have. You, it's you, like if, if your parents, if you did some real fucked up shit mm-hmm. and you didn't get a whooping, oh, put in the timeout. You start calculating the value. Like, what's the opportunity cost? Yeah. Is this whooping, like, when I'm out at a party when I was younger, is this whooping worth this curfew? I mean, listen. You know what I'm saying? And depending on how bad your mama whooped you, nigga, I'm going to the, I'm, I'm going to stay out past curfew. Right, that, that it worked in your with, relationship the I, same I, way. I how was with my auntie? Like, my like my mom, my mom, she, she can give you a pretty good whooping, but my aunt, man, the whoopings was like food gazy. So, like, it was to the point where we used to act like we was killing us. <laughs> and then like, we used to be laughing afterwards. So I never forget, we stayed out, did what the fuck me and my cousin, go do what we want to do, roam the neighborhood, come back when we want to. My auntie's like, I'm going to tell y'all look. We were like, oh, please don't, please don't. So boom, she's whooping us. We kind of acting. We start laughing. My uncle heard us laughing in the room. You got your ass. Hey, let me holler at y'all. Yeah, come on in here. Yeah, exactly. Let me holler at y'all. Let me show y'all. So y'all thought that shit was funny? Yeah. Oh, I got a question. God. Was this uncle married in or he was the blood uncle? He was married in. So, so, <laughs> so you know what that means? Yeah. He oh, didn't touch me that much. He, that... he told my cousin ass up, oh, boy. Exactly, my cousin but you was so safe. Mad. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, look. My, my thing is, so mad, you married in. You can't be touching <laughs> nigga. The like, like, like he, he gave me like one, two, three, but he was like... See, I can't. You nobody, know what I'm nobody wants to talk about black family politics. Yeah. <laughs> so that black family politics, you know, it's only a certain niggas based off of their performance review. Can they got them be at like they bloody? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, you know, that nigga don't pay grandma mortgage. He bloody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that, that. And then some niggas had that respect because he had that. He had right to do that because he cut my grandma uh, grass every Sunday. Yeah, like he yeah, stayed. Yeah. He's the only one that kind of stayed because you know my dad was gone. They was divorced. My uh, other uncle, okay, okay. so he was still there. He was oh, yeah, the only so he man. Had, he so had, he had he. But you know the other family politics. Yeah. You married in. You just I still don't know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because how well I know your daddy. <laughs> that part. You know what I'm saying? And you know should be reciprocal. I don't know if I want y'all to even. Touch Chase. my kid. You know what I'm saying? Black family politics. Man, man, that shit was so funny, bro. I'm like, it's <laughs> so ass up. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I'm saying, all I'm saying, we just went down a whole rabbit hole is. You want to be the whole it's no, it's no conflict. It, it's no consequences if you don't do that. You know what I'm saying? So uh, back to majors, back to how we even started. Your dumb ass done got us off the rabbit hole. My bad. Um, yeah, man, I, I I hope the brother do good because, you know, they really try to blow this shit up. Like, I just, I told y'all last week, I just seen his performance in Ant-Man. You know what I'm saying? You just see, <laughs> like, I want the brother's career to be good. I want him to soar. I want him to excel. Um, I don't, cause, you know, I know niggas are so intentional when it comes to court, how you look, how you dress and everything. But they had that nigga in some crazy ass out. <laughs> like, that boy Cal said it was a meme. They said they put them in a boneless, uh, they put them in a boneless, uh, Trench coat. But, yeah, the little coat, bro. You yeah. see that shit look mm-hmm. like wet cotton. I was like, that nigga was like, he had too much shit in his hands for me. This nigga had a book, a Bible, his and a cup. cup. <laughs> <laughs> all that, I'm like, bro, you can't even carry all that shit into the courthouse, nigga. Meditate. <laughs> all that shit strategic, bro. Like, they say you're supposed to like look a certain way, feel a certain way, you know what I'm saying? Like, 
I don't know. Megan Megan shouldn't have worn them glasses though. I ain't see the glasses. She looks she had a black eye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you something. Hand to hand to his court case. Now, as far as I'm concerned, they only been dating for a little while. And so the pastor prepped her to be a good woman, like a law-abiding, supporting woman. No, we need women like I want a woman to hold me down. I hate that. Okay? I need a woman to hold me down, and men need women to hold them down. I hate that. uh, That shit too funny. He said that the pastor prepped her (laughs) to be a good citizen. Niggas don't talk about that either. How you should be better for the next one. Oh, <laughs> that's a whole nother pod. Though. Hey, but look, that's nigga, a whole nother pod. Talk about how we be better for the next. One. That part too. You know what I'm saying? We we had we had a little pod. That look, time they the only one to get mad though. <laughs> they get real mad. I mean, let them tell it. You not better. You know what I'm saying? Nah, because like, nah, 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 nah. Yeah, they be trying to say that until you do some real better evidence. You know what I you know what I want to do? A part of me. So that's what I'm saying. Like if it's like that, yeah. that's, that's like dating somebody with like a a, a a physical disability, and you knew it, you signed up with it, and now you want to remind that person. Not even complain, just remind them. I mean, I could be with a bitch that could walk, but yeah. I'm with your ass. Like <laughs> you know, what I'm saying you. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> you, you know what I'm You ain't doing that. It's what you signed up for. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I want to put together that panel and bring them brothers on and get them brothers some shine. Because normally them brothers be winning, but they be winning in silence because they don't they don't want to post and shine. Like I know I seen like when I was like nigga you doing good, but they ain't finna post it because yeah. it's like you know it's just the the, the propaganda of the shit. Like I, I didn't want to, but I also think it let me know what type of dude you with, right? I ain't never been with no woman, and I will never be with a woman that's with me and still subbing, throwing shade at her ex, whether it's husband, her baby daddy, but bruh, bruh, I mean, off that. I, now, now, as soon as you get with her, or like bruh, it, it, over time, if, if you with me, we off that, bro. I feel like the whole life is a sub, though. <laughs> Once you, now, you want to tell the truth about it, the whole life is when we sub, bro. Like if I move on and everything I'm posting, it's all a sub. You see me living good? That. It's all a sub. I get that, but I'm talking about the actual sub. Oh, okay. talking okay, to okay, them. Okay, okay, I'm like, we ain't okay, doing okay, that. Okay, yeah, yeah. Actually, we, you right about that. One, yeah. I already told you, nigga, I don't even know how to fight. So I see this nigga, he say something crazy to you. I'm like, come on, bro. Hell no. Hell no. Go on back over there with him. <laughs> <laughs> he finna set me up. Hey. Look, nah, nah, we, we got we to gotta let that nigga be here. We got to let him live, baby. <laughs> <laughs> but look, so, but, but <laughs> we be going off on these tangents, but back to Jonathan Majors making good. Good women like making good. Holding them down. Yeah. But, but what I am not hearing enough of. One of the elements of that movie that people seem to like was Tenoch as Namor. But now, the brown uh, Tenoch is being accused of sexual what assault kind of movie by a prominent uh, musician in Mexico. Mm. Uh, this comes to us from the folks over at Variety uh, that write this. Uh, the musician's name is Maria Elena Rios. Now, if that name sounds familiar, she was in the news a couple of years ago because an ex-boyfriend of hers hired two guys to go up to her and throw acid in her face, which uh, put her in the hospital for a large stretch of time. Now, I had to stop it there. That shit was a popular story. I don't know if y'all remember that, but it was a popular story. It was trending on TikTok. 
like they threw acid on the girl face, like. And she set it up. For- no, the ex boyfriend set it up oh. to get back. You know, domestic violence. Yeah. That's now she thing. is accusing Tenoch of sexual assault. This is in the Los Angeles Times. It wrote in a series of tweets, the saxophonist and activist called the Marvel actor a quote unquote sexual predator while accusing him of sexually assaulting her. The Times has reached out to Rios for more details on the allegations. Representatives for Huerta and Disney, which distributed Black Panther Wakanda forever, did not respond Sunday to the Times request for comment. Now, it goes on to talk about the fact that a bunch of people started going after her on Twitter saying, well, if you assaulted you, why did you never report it to the authorities? To which she reminded them, hey, when I've had problems with exes before, I've had acid thrown in my face. Now, again, wow. I am not sitting here saying Tenoch Huerta is at all guilty of anything, nor are we saying that Jonathan Major is. These are accusations at this point. But it does present a rather troubling kind of trend that we're seeing here with MCU actors. And and then this brings up the question of what does Disney now do with Tenoch Huerta? Actually, it gets even more complicated when we realize that Man, so, we don't even know what their you plans know, were. See, and, and that, that's money. Well, well before that's, we even get there, it's like Jonathan Majors and him have been accused of some shit, right? Sexual assault, domestic violence. All right, cool. Why was his so publicized and so dramatic and so what are we going to do and what's Disney going to do this shit right here it's been about uh, a week and a half on this this has been swept under the rug I have not and I heard about this and I want to hear nothing yeah, yeah. I, I just heard you know I be on on the black shit so they you know they'll they find the other side of stuff because mm-hmm. you know you know just keep talking about us and it's happening in every because black people love to say well black people are the only people that do this no other cultures are doing the same yes, shit sir. But they're not getting the uh, chat being chastised for it, right? So this, I, all of it, all of it. They, what was it? Why don't you read my book? Boy? I know, I, I, Say that word again. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Ostracized. Hey, hey. Say it one more time. I want to put. I want to put the goddamn caption at the bottom. Say it one more time. Ostracized. <laughs> I think that's I'm, 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 I'm gonna put, put that ball right there. <laughs> I'm gonna put a picture of an ostrich up there. But, <laughs> but this nigga is not going through the same shit. And it's like, bro, what the hell? It's like, called brown privilege. Mm. And, you know, mm. we wanna have a real conversation. Everybody wanna, people only do black and brown when they wanna get the black intended money. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then after they get the black intended money, they go back brown. And everybody know brown ain't as dark as black. And brown actually blend a little bit better with white. If we want to have a real conversation about this shit. And I just remember when this happened with Jonathan Majors, it was like hit after hit. Um, the U.S. Army dropped them. It was all these endorsements. Everybody. That was just dropping, dropping. Just dropping them. Uh, did they officially recast Kane? No, not yet. They haven't uh, officially recast. Like they were, they were talking about the conversation. They, they haven't made the decision to recast Kane. It was just, uh, and this is him at, I would argue, the peak of your game. Um, and, and I feel like that recast didn't happen only because Disney has been losing money. Like that, yeah. they haven't been and, as profitable. And, and Disney know black people save Disney. It's, exactly. People know for the second time. Because the first time it was Blade. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, with uh, 
fucking Wesley Snipes. And then the second and they time. They locked his ass up. Exactly. And then the second time, the second saving of uh, Disney has been all of the Black Panther opportunities, yeah. all of the black people in it. Anything black, we saving. Even with this new Disney, we're saving. I mean, even what? with the Black Panther movie, the guy just said it. You lost your main actor and had to rewrite this story and you almost still touched a billion dollars. Yeah. Like, come on, bro. Black all people, black people. We put this shit on our back. And when we do that, what they do, let's bring the Browns in. Mm-hmm. And no motherfuckers ain't gonna get that same scrutiny as we get. And, and we're seeing it right now. And it's like, even the Jonathan Majors, they have eyewitness testimonies. Like, stuff is coming out that the driver of the car that drove him and the, and the uh, girlfriend the girl, together yeah. said he didn't hear Jonathan raise his voice. Matter of fact, he saw him trying to get away from her, right? During the whole altercation. And she pulled on him and ripped his coat. There's also a group of women that saw the altercation that saw him get away and actually hugged him and took selfies with him. So it's like he has enough to to beat these charges. But, but they're going to try to drag it out. Well, not even to drag it out. Why did he just get dropped from everything initially? Yeah. Why why not doing the same thing to uh the Brown Panther? You know what I'm saying? Like well, he, who was the Brown Panther? To note, he played Namor in yeah, uh, Black Panther. He played Namor, and he killed goddamn mother, queen mother. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert! Yeah, <laughs> I mean, if you ain't seen it yet, you ain't gonna yeah, watch it. You ain't gonna watch. You ain't watching that shit. If you ain't seen that yet, you ain't watching that shit. You ain't watch it. Yeah. but uh, yeah, man, it it's just. It's one of those situations I tell people, look, man, don't ask surprise when it works. And when I say it, the system works, you know what I'm saying? The agenda works. Don't just don't ask surprise. It is what it is. It works. It is what it is. And that's why we gotta do a better job. And we gotta just stay out the way. And halfway stand up. Nah, you can't you can stay out the way in the white girl. Yeah. You can stay out the way in the white girls, bro. That's an easy, that's an easy do. You think so? I don't know, man. Sometimes I'm white girl. Well, they come at you. Speaking of speaking of white girls, as a teenage girl, felt like um, I didn't think of it as being creepy or weird. I felt yeah. it like it was validation that yeah. I was mature I and I girl. was an adult and I right. was capable of and you know and that that they were seeing me the way I was not for the number on a page. And Mm -hmm. in hindsight, that is absolutely wrong. (laughs) And well, um, it's not wrong in in a key way. You were very mature and confident. You know what I mean? Like you were very, I didn't really (laughs) process how (laughs) it affected me as a teenager or how it affected me in my twenties or even in my thirties up until the last few years. And then I was really advanced in those areas specifically. Like you came across Far more mature. I've yeah. always been able. These to niggas tripping, bro. First of all, for for those don't know what this is, <laughs> I I, know, I even heard the whole thing. But yeah, them boys tripping. I, I know they try to say them bail out. You, you, you did have you. You, you were you, you were confident in yourself. <laughs> yeah, for, for y'all don't know, man. This is a. Uh, I ain't like. I think this is every black man, at least our generation, favorite white girl. Yeah, Topanga. Topanga. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, Topanga was beautiful. <laughs> like that's who that was so she was saying she recently came out of an interview and said that she was over sexualized like the producers on the show used to be like I can't wait for you to turn 18 
And these dudes on here now trying to kind of give them bells. About, no, you were mature. You were woo, 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 woo. like, yeah, that's what that just. I would have shot my shot too. That's what they saying. Yeah, pretty much. Mm. Pretty much. But again, and, and you know when people be like, oh, we the only ones that tear each other down like that. One is not true, but we also the only one that got black Twitter. <laughs> like, our, like, it's just our opinions move so fast. Then and if it's not a platform or media that we're talking about, unless Hollywood uh, unlock post this or one of our media platforms, it's a conversation that we're not even going to address. Yeah. But if that would have came out on one of our platforms, as much as people know who Topanga was, it would have been going hard at these motherfuckers. It would have been saying he creepy and all mm-hmm. that all that other shit that rightfully so is said because these niggas is tripping. These niggas trying to get bail. They're trying to get bail. Somebody, oh, you were mature. Yeah, you, you did look good. <clears throat> nah, you thought so. She was young. Fuck that. But we love Topanga. It was the lips. It was the minds too, though. Now we tripping. No, we we yeah, not. I was we, yeah, I we, was we, her we age, age, nigga. Yeah, we, we not tripping. <laughs> not tripping. <laughs> hey, we, we were her age. I'm we, to, it's Shady Saturday. <laughs> well, that's and that and that's the fine line of like, and, and it's something I've been thinking of more and more as, especially as my daughter matures, right? Because, you know, you're going to be fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, right? Fifteen, sixteen, seventeen. Those ages, depending on how you look, you're going to come off older. You know what I'm saying? Right. I remember being in school with girls who we thought was the motherfucking substitute teacher. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I'm saying? You find out, oh, she's in your grade? She's, she's in class with us? Like, damn. Like, you know, that's on the other side, girls who was 19, 20 in college still looking like they in middle school. Yeah. So it's like that fine line of, okay, how do I let my daughter know that, yes, you're going to want to be pretty. Right, mm-hmm. you're gonna even want to be a, a sense of sexy, right? You're even gonna want to have a sense of adult uh, respect, like with, like what Tapang was saying. She got caught up in it because she said she also wanted to be sexy. Looked at, yeah, she didn't right. want to be seen as a child. She's thinking that oh, these dudes are looking at me. Like she said, she didn't realize what the male gaze was. She didn't realize oh, these niggas is looking at me in my eyes and kind of looking at me up want and down because they want me, not yeah. because we're having an adult conversation eye to eye. She didn't realize that. You know what I'm saying? And I think that that right there is what men, especially black men, that's what we're talking about when we say protection for black women, right? Because we know right. that that's how niggas is looking. But you being innocent, being cute, being flirty, just wanting to be yourself and be sexy, and you say to us, why can't I just be me and wear what I want to wear and just be sexy? Because there are men out here who don't understand that's what you're going through, and they have a male gaze that just wants to look at you. Yeah, and they cannot. The women's self respect. Well, too, though. no, no. That what I'm saying is she has plenty of self respect. Like they said, she was confident. Yeah, she wasn't. She, she wasn't. She <clears throat> wasn't humming and but she was self. She was very confident, but the the confidence went across the line because she didn't realize older men are looking at her with a countdown. It's funny. Like, oh, I can't wait till you turn eighteen. It's funny yeah. thing in Ghana. In Ghana, one thing that we learned. I don't know if you remember this, Kyle. Like in the village. All the young girls, if you were underage, your hair was short. And that was a sign that she's underage. So if you seen mm. a nigga talking to a, young, a short-haired girl like that, you on, head, you on his, his ass head, yeah. because she mm-hmm. underage. 
So you see the older women, they they're the ones that were wearing the wigs or their hair were grown out because you get to have a sense of your own self after you become of age. And that's, that's what we mean by the uniform. So like, yes, if my daughter at 17 feels out and has a decent body and says, oh, I should be able to wear what I want to wear, dad. Nah, because you're underage. Your hair still needs to be short. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, and I think Your I think even long right I think now. even now, like in because sense. in the Western sense, instead of it's short hair, long hair, it's more so. Nah, you can't wear no crop top. Yeah, it's like, clothing. You, you can't clothing. wear that makeup. Yeah, you can't. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't even wear those shoes. You can't yeah, wear those heels. Yeah, them heels and shit. They're a little like, bit too it, high. It'd be like nah. So like, what does at, the at black point, man protection look like for for those type of women? The black man protection comes with a set of rules that allow that black man to protect. In my opinion. Okay. So like my daughter listening to me and respecting me when she's with me, if I say change that, she changes it. Period. Mm. Ain't gonna be no pushback. Ain't gonna be no even on her mom's side. Won't be no backup. Nah. She can't wear this because it's gonna bring X, Y, and Z. Alright, because everybody's in accordance, we all are in protection. Now, the moment her or her mom or anybody in her circumference is like, nah, push back, push back. We ain't gotta listen. We ain't gotta listen. Cool, you don't gotta listen. But now you go out here and something happens, some of that protection is lost because I already had told your ass. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That was the first line of protection. Now I gotta come with the second line of protection. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. our protection, a lot of times men's protection is more proactive. We're not trying yeah, to react. We're not react. Because we're not trying to fight. You know what I'm saying? Everybody say, look, I can't fight. Try to go ahead and change. Because if not, the reaction is going to be, we have to call some niggas up here. Like, it, it changes lives. Yeah. It literally will change your life. You know what I'm saying? Like, I be trying to stress that to my daughter. I stress it to my sister. Like, a woman, we just seen with Travis uh, Rudolph, almost changed his life. Somebody died. His, his girlfriend says, go over there and shoot his shit up. Because she mad. Now somebody done died. She done changed the whole person's life. Literally. Mm-hmm. Two people like Two that. People. The person that's gone and the person that did it. Yeah, yeah. And he and he almost went down. Luckily, by the by by the law, he was able to beat them charges and go home. But it said he couldn't beat them charges. He would have been locked up too. Literally. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Off think, of a woman's <clears throat> off of a woman's decision and not realizing you would change. Intuition. Yeah. I mean, the intuition, you would change the life. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So go out here and act accordingly. So, so that's like, that's what protection looked like. Yeah. In my opinion. Like you and it and it looks different towards different men. If your man's six four, three hundred and fifty pounds, work out like a motherfucker, you probably can dress however you want to dress. And <laughs> nigga ain't gonna say nothing to you. That's, that's true. You know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't. You know, or, I remember being in the club. Just be the respect. Like we talked about with the Siki situation yeah. last pod. Yeah. When like, she was married. That, that niggas weren't trying to like that, but she she alone. So, my thing, I remember being in the club. You know that girl you dance with in the club. She by herself. She fine as fuck. I used to hate that Nobody shit. talking to her. And then you dance, and all she do is just point like that. And you look at this big-ass shadow on the wall. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. The worst is, like, when you see her. And you got them trying to make your way to her, and she looking like, like, like shaking her head right the whole time. Here. Look, but you, but you just thinking this is a vibe, so you just, eh, eh, you get a little closer. She was like, the toxic side of that, because I seen this one girl on Facebook. She was like, "This is live footage of me uh, telling my boyfriend on a nigga that just tried to holler at me, right?" And she point like it was a picture of a girl pointing, and a nigga was looking crazy. And I'm like, some women really be about to get niggas fucked up. 
just stirring up trouble. Messy. Like, nigga, nigga about like some women really just be like, oh, oh, my, oh, my man, crazy. My man, I remember it used to be this nigga named Philip in Monroe. Philip was slow, like mentally ill, slow. But Philip was at least six two, hundred and ninety pounds, big ass motherfucker, and caught every girl with his girlfriend. And what the girls would do to be funny, they would say, "Oh, Philip, he fuck, he messed with me, Philip." Oh, and that nigga would come and try to fight you, like literally, you be in, and it used to be a thing in the basketball. He was slow, wasn't he, bro? That's what I just said. He was slow. Like it would be a thing. Philip would be running in the gym after you, right? Yeah, and that nigga would like literally see you all the way across Bruh. and walk around like Michael Myers Girl, and try to walk up. And girls think that funny. shit was funny until Uh-oh. you did that shit to the wrong nigga. Philip them got there and came up on the wrong nigga that didn't care. And beat Philip. Beat his ass Sleep. up. Mm-mm-mm. And didn't get. But look, thing is, Philip was slow, but Philip wasn't look. If he would have caught you, it's a real fight, y'all, right? I mean, listen, yeah. hold on. If we want to be candid about them slow. <laughs> I was just talking about this. <laughs> just to them niggas strong. Them niggas got that strength. <laughs> them niggas strong, bro. Look, my son had did something, and I just looked at him crazy and told him to stop, and he stopped. I said, see, right, right there? That's how I know. You know, he, he gonna be good, because, you know, they little slow. They don't stop. They don't know how to stop when yeah. they're little slow. <laughs> right. They keep going. <laughs> <laughs> and, they, and they be gripping you. That grip be you be like, damn, Philip, hold on, nigga. We just playing. Bruh. Nah, nigga, Philip. Bruh. Philip get his damn jerky. So women gotta stop that shit. That shit yeah. weaponizing your men. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Weaponizing your men because again, you're gonna change your life. You're gonna run, especially today. Today, yeah. folk ain't playing with that Not shit. I, I ain't gonna lie, man. I will say, I feel like niggas have con. It, it's, niggas it, ain't it's, fighting like they used to. No, no, not that. It's not fighting like they used to. Niggas don't. Um, I I feel like we were younger. Niggas used to be way more aggressive with women, even if they had a boyfriend or not. Like nowadays, I, I see a lot of niggas just respected. Like if a girl say yeah, I'm with somebody, they just walk away. Uh, I Back in the day, niggas I, used to be like, oh, that, that's your, that's your bitch. Girl. That's your bitch. Like you know, you walk with trying to be your friend. You were with us in Vegas. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you remember that shit? Man, we, we in Vegas. Man, this man, and this is one of my partners too. From from down the road, the lowercase a Athens. <laughs> this nigga walking up the studs. This your girl? <laughs> she with you? She with you? What? Great goddamn body just take these girls. That shit was. Bro, that nigga was being aggressive, yeah. brother. Yeah, that was, I, had, I hadn't seen that. That's probably the last time. And then country. Country. Yeah. <laughs> country shit. That's the last time I seen this you shit. You might be right. Because, you know what? You're right. It's the country. Because the country niggas still, they still throw these up. So yeah. that might be your boyfriend. But if I beat him up, you my girlfriend. Yeah, at that point. <laughs> I say niggas ain't fighting over when no more like that anyway. Because there's so many on my head. I just bro. about to say that. It's like, why? Yeah. Back in the day, you, you had to hold on to that piece of pussy. <laughs> shot, I'm just trying to be your friend. I don't want to be your man. Like, back in the day, you didn't know when you were going to get another piece. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to fight for this. It was real droughts out here. Oh, shit. Uh, man, look, speaking of uh, speaking of shady shit, man. Um, <laughs> Speak, uh, we said speaking of, um, speaking of pussy. 
Yeah, speaking of pussy, <laughs> going to uh, my boy, man, Zion Williams, still going through it. Damn. Old girl came out. She, she getting crazy with it now. Like, because what he doing, obviously he don't really cut her off. Like, yeah. he ain't fucking with her at all. She going crazy. She posting everything. That's why I'm talking about. She exposing. Y'all better use that vanishing app. Y'all better quit playing. You that vanish, vanish mode on Instagram. I don't know what's wrong with y'all niggas. So she done tweeted his job. She said, I have a sex tape. He has a sex tape too in his phone, in his burner phone. She said, and if y'all don't trade him, she asked, she asked uh, the Pelicans. What's the name of the team? Mm-hmm. She asked the Pelicans She's and the NBA, if y'all don't trade him, I'm going to release the tape. Then her Twitter got deleted. What? Shortly after. Shout out to Elon. <laughs> Elon said, hey, man, get the fuck off here. Bro. Shout out to Elon. We ain't doing that here. My question to y'all is, because we all done did it. <laughs> Are there any tapes of you out there? And would you be proud of your performance if it came out? <laughs> Man, I'm I not. I remember I had to. Um, I ain't gonna be. I ain't gonna be proud. Of long, long time. I feel like for my taste to come out, I would have to be famous, and then somebody's like, "Oh no, no, I seen that. That's one or two with the advent of AI, and the way they just be data scraping. Like, bro, you probably got shit out there that you forgot. You know what I'm saying? Like at this point in time, it's shit out there you probably because like think about it, bro. We had shit on flip phones. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's, yeah, it's some grainy footage out there. <laughs> It's some very grainy footage that could pop then, up. Then uh, the beginning when the Snapchat was all yeah, that, that's all it was for. And, it, and <laughs> you remember it back then too when you did a little take like Kick. you got you know you you put it on the big screen show everybody like hey, now kick exposed me. I know y'all remember kick. I y'all got, remember kick. Nah, I ain't had no kick. Nah, yeah, no see kick, kick was at, at like we were. That was when we just started getting old enough to start saying, "I ain't, I'm That's not changing. Okay. Yeah, I'm not changing platforms no more." Yeah, yeah. like Kick was one of those we missed. Cause, I, cause we I, missed it. yeah, because that's when I realized. Because I fucked with this one shorty, and she was a little bit younger than me. And she had a kick, and I was like, "What the fuck is that?" Right. So I realized, Kick But they, they were going, they were going ham on Kick though. What? Yeah, yeah. You know, young folk going ham. Yeah, it, was, it was, it was the Snapchat for me. Them Snapchat and vanishing. Yeah, that's all Snapchat was for. It was for news. Mm-hmm. So for me, you know, I got one. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> that you ain't proud of? No, nah, that shit. That one right there, hey, ain't nobody gonna be mad. If they released that one. Ain't nobody. Gonna that be might mad. pull the rates up, the, the ratings up. <laughs> hey, look, I might get a, I might get a couple of DMs. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mariah might leave Zion. The other ones, I like. Yeah, I got a few of them out there. Like, oh, that one just just, <laughs> yeah. The only thing about Zion shit is that, like, you did it with Shouty and she. I don't know if you ever seen her work, but she, she, she's slow. She, there's, there's way better out there. That's this. Oh. Only thing I give it is to him is uh, he said that she said that nigga, you was crying when I was sucking your dick. That's the only thing I'll <laughs> give her. Is like, damn, you made nigga cry. Hey, like, I ain't gonna lie. If she got that shit, TMZ ain't even bought no videos in a minute. They'll buy that one. Yeah. Boy, that just gave me the chills. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't never cried before. Damn, boy. Cry? Mm-mm-mm. Cry is crazy. That's that's crazy. Like, tears? Shit, that good, man. Got to be tough. <laughs> Nigga, I ain't gonna lie. 
I would have moved to New Orleans too. <laughs> I'm crying. Oh, cry? I mean, she was getting ten stacks, twenty stacks. Yeah, he, he was. Yeah, you gotta cry at that point though. <laughs> she gotta make somebody cry. But the, the other issue is that nobody's really talking about though is just how the market is just getting fucked up now. You yeah. know, we kind of touched on it a little bit with the Home Depot Bay conversation, but like. You know, it's a new economy. It's a new market. If you are a decent-looking shouty and you don't mind posting half-naked pictures, you know, or little, little, you know, some some hard nipple pictures, you know right. what I'm saying? Anything right. that's suggestive and promiscuous, any given moment, any one of these rappers, athletes, ball, anybody with an extra ten to fifteen thousand dollars to spare, they hit you in the DMs, fly you out, mm-hmm. smash, throw you about ten k. Send you back home and it's not and what's so crazy? No it's levels to it. Like if you on my level, right? If you want to post a little hard right, nipple photo, like I can make sure your phone bill is you know straight. you never have to worry about it. <laughs> like you'll be talking unlimited. <laughs> I, I, on my level. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> then there's niggas that do rent. You know what I'm saying? Then there's niggas like the highest level is Dubai getting shit on. Yeah, it's lifestyle. Like that's life. It's lifestyle. It's Your life, life changed. It's like, bitch, you walk. You walking away with a hundred k. You walking away with a hundred k. But he got a shit on. You. But I got a shit on you. Or like literally, or just like hypothetical. No, literally. Literally. I mean, think about it. Karish, Karisha, five hundred, uh, five hundred k a month. No matter of fact, you saw that post, and she getting peed on. You saw that post she just put. They said that she said she quit rap. And she just finna uh, let her man, free kills, she, man. She said uh, she finna quit rap. <laughs> she finna kills. quit. She finna quit rap and let uh, her billionaire boyfriend just keep busting in and have his babies. Like that was she just said. That was, that was Carisha said. You done with rap? Don't have this nigga baby. And again, you know how many degrees she did not have to get <laughs> to live this lifestyle. Let's just talk about some shady shit, bro. Like I'm talking about motherfucker got to be halfway decent. That's it. Know how to twerk, mm. but willing to live that lifestyle, and you're literally gonna do it. Whatever. Come on, man. Crash out. Mm-hmm. And you got sisters going to see their daddy at Home Depot. Just <laughs> like, that. I mean, even that show. I know after she went to Home Depot, nigga, like Arthur Blank, even. <laughs> Chill. <laughs> Like, well, it's Shady Saturdays. Laugh at it. Nah, I'm, t- I'm telling you, man. Like, it's, you know, it is a whole economy out there. It's a whole economy of, and the market don't went up. It's going crazy. Like, like, like I know I know a girl. She was talking about, you know, the allowance she got to have. Like, and I'm like, what's your allowance? I think, I, I want to know who was around me. Somebody with me with having a conversation with somebody. And she was like, yeah, my last nigga, you know. Which is five thousand a month. I'm saying that was just my allowance. See, and then at that point, it's not the women; it's the fellas. Like, why is you doing that, bro? Nah, I feel the. Bitches talking like that, Carisha Trendsetter. Whole rap away. This pussy pay the bills. Ass slapping on the dick is giving Jada real. Bitch, crap away. My nigga worth the bill. That nigga shooting baby semen. Put me in his will. <laughs> <laughs> Lord, keep me near the cross. And uh, just for recognition, uh, Sukiana retweeted it. That nigga shoot babies and he put me in his wheel. So, so we trying to do black man protection. <laughs>
women don't have no. You be going seat. too far, man. I'm just saying. Man, we gotta bring you. We be having. I ain't never had to reel nobody in on my podcast. <laughs> you the yeah, only nigga yeah, I ever... Like flip. Yeah, bro. You the only nigga I ever had to reel in. You got to have an antagonist. Didn't know uh, Cheddar won't be going live. Ever. <laughs> you got to get you trained up when we go live with Joe. Ever. Ever. God, they going to take me out, man. That, but but not cancel me quick. You know, I do... I do uh, you know, we're just in this weird space. We're just in the weird space of dating and love. And it's all about the, like I said, it's all about the whole phase. It's all about, you know, I'm going to get mine, you get yours. We just in this space now where when you do find somebody that wants that, and do like you be kind of like, eh, is this real? Is it ain't real? Like, it's, we just in a weird space, man. I don't know if it's normal. I don't know if this done happened before. I just feel like I ain't never seen it. I've never seen the space that we in where everything is just transactional. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, oh no, yeah, we never been here, but not not like this because it's, it's capitalism. It's the fo- it's the fellas. It's us. Nah, nah it's, it's the whole system. Because you got to realize it's, the whole, it's the whole system because we wouldn't do it if we could get it without it. That's true, but I feel like it's the thrill of being able to go me, and be transactional. Let me just say, it's a whole it's a whole brand of women. That ain't even looking your way unless you're playing this game. Yeah. That part. They not even looking like, bro, you can't even talk. But to once them. you start, they go out, that game. they know where to hang. They know, like, they all hang out. I could take, I could, I can name a couple of places. They all hang out in these places. If you're not playing that game, they're not even talking to you. They're not looking your way. That's true. Mm-hmm. But once you play that game, once you get that little ticket to play that game, you locked in. Yeah, man. You can't get away from it. It's like a drug. It, it becomes a drug at that point. It was a dude. I was on Instagram. It was a dude. Listen, listen, listen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm keeping this in. Man, that was, is so cool. <laughs> I'm for real, man. It was, it, was, it was a video. Oh, it was like a little. It wasn't no video, but it was like some messages where it was a dude. He was married to this woman. But her homegirl did OnlyFans. But the dude sitting there, they they long rent and everything. But the dude paying the, the homegirl $600 and stuff like that. And they rent ain't paid. But the girl, the homegirl sent some of the money back. Like, your man, he subscribed to my OnlyFans. Oh, so that, yeah, she lame. You get what I'm saying? She lame. That hate. She lame. And I think it should be a. A legal conversation, like like if some a man is subscribing to your page and you tell, like I think you should, yeah, you have some legal ramifications. But that my homegirl, yo nigga over here buying my my videos and y'all long rent, ain't it? Why is he doing it? So she get she gave some of it. She didn't give all of it. She didn't get all of it. She's <laughs> <laughs> smart. <laughs> These niggas tripping out. It's the dudes, man. <laughs> Especially these rappers, man. Well, look, Zion, man, get well, my boy. You know what I'm saying? Had a baby. Had a baby, Bob. Yeah. Now nah, he about to have the other baby, you know what I'm saying? And he ain't even got to that headache yet. That's about to be up to a whole other headache. It, it ain't like he had the baby by a wholesome. I about to say, get a baby mama ratchet, too. Yeah, so, you know. I, but I don't feel, I'm going to be real. Y'all know me. You don't even. 
I don't feel bad, nigga. You got M's, bro. Do what you gotta do. You bro, got that's the Zion to the hoes out there. You know. Bring the camera, son. Bring the camera. All the young girls who want to make life with pussy, your pussy will perish with you in hell. May your pussy perish with you. May your pussy perish. May your smooth pussy. You heard him. Your pussy. Your sweet pussy. Perish. <laughs> you kind of proud of that guy. That nigga said the sweet pussy. The pussy is got him talking sermons. Yeah. <laughs> that nigga, man. See, yeah. Man, see yeah. when niggas do that, that's that's what makes the women go extra hard on the other side. Like, yeah. nigga ain't here to tell me what the damn is. Somebody puts a guy a chokehold on him. No, mm-hmm. what? Like, I'm talking about a demon hold on this nigga. <laughs> young, <laughs> that young pussy. Made him cry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Ooh, they want to talk about that young. They your sweet pussy parents <laughs> with you in hell. Hey, Pastor's been yelling at, at for all day. Got that uh, TDJ just he got in trouble. Oh yeah. man, damn! So they had that clip ready because TD said, "If another woman <laughs> tries to tell me, <laughs> bro, Pastor, you don't have no dick, bitch. Shut the fuck, bro. For real, like that. I feel like that's all he is, bitch. If you don't have a dick, bro, TDJ." <laughs> TDJ but like then, not only did he go hard he said some of y'all ain't even got a daddy Telling me how, that's when down. they got mad they took that's down. when he got mad he struck some chords on he that one that cause TDJ said don't put him in a box man he trying, yeah, he trying, ain't trying to expand he ain't trying to preach no more yeah he ain't trying to really preach, preach no more he's trying to he's uh, trying to be a motivational go, speaker uh, go viral real estate and do that shit but TDJ said. He said it too. I know this gonna get on TikTok. But <laughs> <laughs> you're right. Hey, bro. What a clip, oh, man. Yeah. That nigga, that nigga, that nigga TDJ. He went when I say he went so hard on that one, and, and some folks were really. The truth is, it's the truth. Look, going back to them double standards we just talked about uh, last Saturday, bro. Like women will tell you how to be a man. They will tell you how to be a father. But if you try to tell them how to mother, mm. how to be a woman, bro, the world goes crazy. You can't tell the worst mother how to be a mother. <laughs> the worst mother be trying to tell you how you can't tell her what she is because you ain't a woman. So, I mean, what he said is real. I agree with what he said. Y'all just got to, you know, stay in your lane. But um, that, uh, that clip, another woman tells me how to be a father, I will open my mouth and flat out scream. I, you can no more tell me how to be a father than I can tell you how to birth a baby. I don't know nothing about birthing a baby. I don't know nothing about nursing a child. You have to know what you don't know. Shut up being the teacher and just be the Shut wife. Up. Not only are you not a father, most of you didn't even have a father, and yet you're an expert on how to be. Maybe if another child oh, person to tells me how to be a father, I'll scream. But that is the truth. Like that's and that's, the truth that's, hurts. That's the problem. It's like um, 
You have women who fathers aren't even in their lives trying to be a father to sons um, and even daughters. And you don't even have a father structure figure in your life. And you kind of wonder, you know, why some of the practices that you're doing don't work, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying, or, or aren't working, you know, especially if you're not trying to do the work. Because I do know there's some single mothers that can do that, right? Because they've done the work. They know, hey, I'm a single mother, but I'm going to drop my son off at the black man lab every Monday so he can be around some brothers. You know what I'm saying? Right. I'm going to make sure the coach, I'm not going to intervene if the coach tried to give him a little bit of that tough love because, you know, he's my baby. I remember, <laughs> never got played baseball with a dude. His mom picked him up at the practice and the coach used to cuss us out all the time. You know, mm-hmm. tough love. But she used to baby him. Oh, baby, you okay? The coach talked bad to you today. You hungry? You ready to eat? I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, damn, nigga, I didn't even know you're getting babies like bro, this. The home. man babies, bro. Yeah, you know. The what I'm man saying? babies. That's what I call them. They fucking man babies. And the women are, and I see it all the time. It the signs that you are raising a man baby. I know some women is on listening to our podcast, and I know they got sons. Here a couple of signs. When you come to me and you talk about how your son won't listen and he can't get on to do this, he can't get on to that. But I look at him and he got on some shoes he can't afford and a game that he didn't buy. And that's signs that you raising a man, baby. Mm -hmm. You still buying him shit? You still letting him play this game? Like, y'all be negotiating with these kids. Fuck that. If they do it or they don't. And if not, Kick they ass out. Y'all got to realize. Uh-uh, I can't. That's my man. <clears throat> let me that's, that's my man. I can't, let me tell, I can't let me kick tell, my man let out. Let me tell you why you got to kick him out. Because you're going to realize a lot of these niggas be thinking, because a lot of kids that's acting out and infatuated with the streets don't come from a street life. <laughs> so a lot of them niggas be acting out in your household where you love and care for them. Kick them out where they got to go stay with one of their homeboys. But, but you know what, though? Let me ask you this on, on some like devil's advocate, just a little pushback though, because I have heard the people that say this, these times that we're in though are different. Like we used to have a time where we could be outside till it got dark, come home, no cell phone and shit be safe. Now you see your child out. There's no way I will let my child right now at 13. I can't even imagine this nigga catching the bus by himself all the way from the south side, all the way to the north side like we used to do, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? His, Just because of, like, the, the yeah. shit that's around. So he, it's, not, it's not him, his, it's the around Here's the, the issue. So and if I send my kid out, you know how I know he won't, something won't happen to here, him? Here's the issue. If your child not listening to you in the house, I mean, they already are engaging in that dangerous shit that you scared of already. Mm. And what I since so therefore both pathways lead to danger. Whether I kick you out and you on these streets on your own, or whether you in my house doing whatever the fuck you want to do and you still in these streets on your own, what I'm not about to do is destroy my peace of mind and make it comfortable for you to do on this street shit. A lot of times your kid just ain't never felt the bottom or they ain't never felt that impact of life because you keep cuddling their ass. Oh, I can't kick him out the house. Oh, I can't do this. Nah, let that motherfucker feel that shit one real time. And like, you know what? Yeah, man, that street shit ain't for me. My mom, when I got locked up when I was 15, my mama could have came and picked me up because I was first offender. What, what you do at 15? Attempt the robber by sudden snatch. So 
thug. I already know it. So I was the first offender. I could have came home. My mama could have came and got me. But if she would have came and got me, that shit would have had me amped up. I wouldn't have felt it. Mom Duke gonna get me. Well, not not even so that. Not even me. that. I wouldn't have experienced the shit that I had to experience in there. Sitting like in getting there. jumped my first night. Oh, dang. You know what I'm saying? And literally the nigga that jumped me, I fought with this nigga four times, bro. While you was in there? While I was in there. Damn. Like, yeah, go. Like, like goddamn realizing you really ain't about this life shit, nigga. Niggas looking at you crazy. You got a daddy. Yeah. Nigga, both of your parents at home. Yeah. Like that make him want to fight your ass even more. <laughs> nigga. <laughs> nigga. Nigga ain't got my daddy. They so, just beat yeah. you up for that yeah, simple yeah. fact. So you yeah. start lying to survive like my mama on crack. But look, God day, uh I just feel like you can't make it comfortable for your kids to try you. And that's well, and I said that because as men, we have tough love in us. We'll do that shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'll kick that little nigga out. And I'll say it just like that if he's being that disrespectful. Women, that compassion will hit. Oh, no, I don't want my baby. Hey, your baby think he grown. He has to figure this shit out. I told the town. <laughs> I feel like all my story be about shit I used to date. So, <laughs> I'm dating this motherfucker. And her son acting up. So I'm like, again, black pe- black family politics. I know the kids, but I ain't about to put my hand on them. Mm-hmm. I don't say something. You don't listen to my mind. I ain't hit them with that baby boy chokehold. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I ain't hit them with that shit. Cause again, I'm five, six and a half. <laughs> like, the little kid might swing I, back. I gotta be a little more strategic. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's right, call for your mama. Hey, look, uh, look, I be, I try to do that mama, and then that nigga just flip me over the couch. Show it, baby. Hey, come get your son. So look, so I said, man, kick that motherfucker out, man. Put his ass out. So I found some other little kids in there. Okay, nigga ain't hard. I found some other kids in the neighborhood. I said, hey, look, man. I'm paying y'all niggas to rob my. Uh, I'm about to keep my. I'm about to keep my son out of the house. Yeah. I'm paying y'all to rob this nigga. I'm like, look, don't hurt him, but y'all can have the PlayStation because I was gonna put him out with the PlayStation. So I'm like, look, y'all can have it, mm. just don't hurt him. And I'm telling you, you ain't gonna get in trouble because I'm just dead. Yeah. Man, that motherfucker was outside for like two seconds. <laughs> he was outside. Them niggas didn't even get to get to him because then he came back in the house so fast. Now the nigga knocking on my door like, hey, man, what's up with this PlayStation? Come on, now. Yeah, now you better rob your ass. <laughs> <laughs> now your daddy better get his ass beat. <laughs> yeah, come on, walk that PlayStation, though. Come on, fuck me. <laughs> but look, get what? When he seen his mama did that shit, his ass calm the fuck. Because he was out there for a little second. I don't know where he was hiding in bushes. Because them little niggas were looking for him. No little nigga. I said, look, y'all. He went to yeah. a homeboy house. He said, went inside somewhere. No, he ain't know nobody over there. So I was like, look, yeah. you can, you can, I was like, look, I can rub a little bit. Don't hurt him. I don't need no marks on his face because the shit gonna get I'm just telling you, you're gonna get a PlayStation. Yeah. But then they came back in the house, bro. He had no more issues. Hey, Amen. And, and we probably would have worked a little better if he would have got a little roughed up in the PlayStation 2. 
And then the mom like, oh, we got called police. Nah, don't worry about it. I, I used to get whooped. My mom bob. I worry about a single mother. My mom used to drop me off at the barber shop. Yeah, he was dating her. Nah, he was. <laughs> 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 Ain't no, ain't no barber, baby. He he wasn't enough. Nigga ain't never paid for a haircut. Bro. Nah, I had to pay. But after I got the haircut, I'm looking good. Barber put that belt out. Oh fuck! Yeah, bro, you uh. Oh yeah, he whipped you after you cut your hair. Yeah, yeah, he definitely was smashing. <laughs> yeah, shady, shady Saturday, I man. Yeah, I do it too much. <laughs> hey man, we don't want to talk about it, man. man. Hey, shady, shady, I ain't gonna lie. I done dated some nigga my dad. Never know. They'll never know. I believe it. <laughs> nah, I know. And if that dude, if I find that he's... Nah, you will never know. You will never know. 10 to 10. 10 to 10. my barbershop. 10 to 10. I remember I walked in the motherfucker. I was like... Did that nigga know he gonna kill you? <laughs> you walking in on somebody? Oh, what you say? It's a joke. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I, know this shit. I can't. You see, you bro, see? the world's so small, bro. The world is small as fuck. Oh, you, think, you be thinking the world is big, like you think you can get. And then I date older shit. women, so they can't be grown. <laughs> Definitely put something. Yeah. <laughs> Nigga. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! But your mama a good woman, boy. Oh man, God! Take man. care of her, funny, man. You know, you know what Dr. Umar said about him? About some of these single uh, mothers. Going. Man, we gonna have to put some of them to sleep in order to take back the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Some of y'all don't want to hear that because you don't live in reality. But I'm telling you, as a psychologist, I'm not going to be able to psychologize all of them on the corner. Some of them going to sleep. Fuck them. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Fuck up! <laughs> but but that's the other side of the game too. Is like um, the unfortunate side, and, and you know, I, I pray that I don't never have to deal with that. Like, I I don't know what I would do if I get to those crossroads with my children. Like this can't be the same happy little boy or little girl that used yeah. to do X, Y, and Z. That's now doing A, B, and C, and I'm looking at them like, you know, like now I'm now I'm, I'm trying the op. to say no, now I'm the op because now I'm don't know what to do with you because yeah. nine times out of ten it's not the first it's after the first time I've tried to help I try to we if I got to this point it's like it's like Omar like, said like, you you I don't know what to it's do it's like with that you, little bro. boy that was in the house with his mama on online. He was breaking the window. He was like, let me get out of here. That, get me yeah, out of yeah, here. I remember that. I remember and she was like, like, I'm about to beat your ass. And she, yeah. and she like, beat my ass. Beat my ass. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's now, you open, you with one eye open and then, in your house. It, it, and I don't believe in that. Yeah. I, and what happens is, that's why I always preach like identity, right? Self-identity, self-worth and all of that because when them kids take on that identity that this who they gonna be, mm-hmm. it's fucking over with. We yeah. Troy said on the last pod, pull them out of that. You know what I'm saying? If they go down into wherever deep zone they might be in, they think that's where they gotta live at. Bro, and, and that's the worst thing. Yeah. If they if they finally accept, all right, this is who I am, it's oh like 
they accept everything that come along with that, man. So uh, Cheddar was getting ready to do a, 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 his own comedy show. Mm-hmm. It's comedy night. So I'm showing him venues, so I take him Floyd Plaza. And <clears throat> we get out of the restaurant, and somebody just sitting at the door looking crazy. Oh, you cra- to, the, to the restaurant? Yeah. Somebody looking at the door looking crazy. I'm like, what's wrong? Then my cousin pull up, and she was like, man, where's Zeke at? Looking for Zeke. They say Zeke just got shot. So, because we seen the police up there, mm-hmm. but we were not thinking. We, we weren't thinking about nothing. Because they always up there. They right? always up there. Mm-hmm. So, they say, my cousin, my little cousin Zeke gets shot. So, now, man, I'm on, my heart dropped. Mm-hmm. So, I take out running. So, I'm running across the street, knocking on the door, trying to see if he's there. We calling. We looking everywhere for him. So, we done finally found him. And, man, the dude that he was just with gets shot. Dude walk up to him and just point blank kills him. And we talking about <clears throat> these kids are all under 17. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you heard them in the back, like the crying. Yeah. Like, yeah. like I'm talking about, it was just, they were all literally crying. And I recorded it. Because he was just, because he was, they were all just together. I recorded the audio because I wanted to, I wanted like, mm-hmm. The pain. That yeah, I wanted people to hear that, but I also want young people to hear, bro, this shit is real, man. Mm-hmm. Like, you literally will get into this lifestyle, and and there's some kids out here that buy into this, like, this thug shit so yeah. much that they think, they think that It ain't gonna happen to them. They think it ain't gonna happen to them, and it's some that become that. Mm-hmm. They literally become that in their head, and they like they okay with taking life and killing. Oh, yeah, you know, it felt so bro. slow, bro. It felt slow, bro. Yeah, bro. 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 Yeah, man. At that, some that, at, yeah. at some point, man. I'm and, and I I was just talking to this sister today because I'm doing shout out to uh uh future successors. Mm-hmm. We have them out doing their podcast. And when she first approached me, she asked me would I do this. But the first location she said she was doing that trap music. And I told her no. And then she came back and said, Well, we changed the camp. She didn't know I told her no because it was a trap museum. Everybody know how I feel about mm-hmm. the trap museum. Mm-hmm. But I I'm never going to step foot in that motherfucker. Why? Because where we at right now, that what I seen yesterday is a product of people living this shit that we putting out and this poison that we putting in our community. Yeah. And people like kids are identified. So there's a young man that has gotten so far from his self-identity so far from the love, like you said, this young man that, and we're not talking about far. 
We talking about you was a baby, and only fifteen years later, mm-hmm. you have identified yourself as a killer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Damn. How much life? How much experience? How much pain? How much darkness has to come and experience for you to identify as that? You know what it is too. <clears throat> it, 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 as you say that, it 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 might sound like it doesn't correlate, but it still kind of correlates in my mind to like what we talked about in the last pod, the uh, non-education piece, yeah. right? Yeah. Not education in the school sense, just like you said. Do you know who you are? Do right. you know where you come from? Good example is Zeke, right? He know where he come from. He also knows what he got. He knows what his granddad. He knows, right? right. So he won't get all the way caught. He run because you, as your, as peers, you'll run with the bullshit, but you'll know when to, to get away to leave. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's probably why he wasn't with old boy, right? But if you don't have that education, it reminds me of the scamming niggas who don't want educated people to learn business. It's like. They used to have OGs that would educate you and school you on game. Yeah. Like, legit. School you on game. Hey, youngster. This is how it goes. Even to the point where, like, they would see, all right, this young man, he about to go to college. Okay, we want to send him this way, right? Yeah. But this young man, he might be part of the criminal element like us. But he's robbing old ladies. Let us, let's pull him to the side and tell him, let's peep. Hey, this is how the game go. Mm-hmm. If you in the game, this is how it's going to go. We don't do kids. We don't do old ladies. We only do motherfuckers that's in the game with us, and we regulate. There's none of that going on no, no yeah, more, and, 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 and it's a fine line of like, like you say, like it doesn't need to be glorified, but I feel like it's 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 the non-education. It's kind of like what it was when we were pledging, right? And they talked about fraternities how they used to pledge above ground, mm-hmm. they like school days, right? You would see a line of alphas, a line of sigmas, a line of cat. In the cafeteria, and you go, oh, he's about to, you know, he's online across. Then it went underground. And once pleasure went underground, that's when the hazing came. And that's when people started dying from it and getting severely injured from it. Why? Because there was no education. Nobody knew how to bring the line in. Nobody knew how to do this process properly like you would do above ground because mm-hmm. it's all underground. Same thing with the coaches and the scamming. Nobody's teaching you how to do business. They just want to teach you how to be a coach so we can just take your money from you, right? Nobody's teaching you how to be a real gangster and give you real game. They just teach you how to be this low level so you can do little menial shit, probably pop niggas, kill niggas, but the niggas on top are the ones still getting the money mm-hmm. from these young niggas. They ain't school them to the game like they used to. And it's just like a whole, to me, it's like a whole bunch of non-accountability and miseducation going on in the culture right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I don't. I don't want to glorify it. I don't. I, I don't want to glorify it. But there is, because we because we're in a capitalistic system, poor people have to exist, criminal element has to exist, rich people have to exist, and middle class has to exist. And, and it's that, all part of the system. And that and that's the thing, man. Like the pathways to success right now. If you are a young black person in <clears throat> uh, at risk or low poverty community. Is if you were if you a young man, you using your legs, right? Or you using this street shit? Mm-hmm. You scamming, or you got name robbing? You selling dope? Like that's a pathway. That's a clear pathway they see. And when I say pathways, have I seen someone win mm-hmm. on this pathway? Yeah. If you a young lady, 
you can do the same thing or you can look, I can sell my body. I can be promiscuous. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I can, uh, if I look good and I keep myself up, it's going to be an older nigga with a car that's going to pick me up from school and I can't mm-hmm. get money like that. Cause they see a clear pathway of that shit. So when I say I don't fuck with shit like the trap museum, it's just like, damn, there's so many other museums of pathway. Like nobody sees their self in a H.J. Herman Russell. Mm-hmm. It ain't close enough yet. You know what I'm saying? It's too that that's too far fetched that I can be a dude that get a plaster machine, which is an industry that's still booming, and I can literally become one of the richest Af- uh, African American entrepreneurs in the country. That, that, but see that, and, and and we gotta if to me if we here we gotta deal with where we're at, right? If it's all because to me it's all mixing too. Because even when you say that, I see a clear path. Yeah, I see a path of I can start out this way and maybe flip this money into some real estate, into some of that, that's, that's what it used shit. to be. No, no, that's what they're doing now. That's what I'm saying. Them niggas be scamming now because now if you listen to how they even say it, shit, we got an Airbnb play. We got a Toro play. Yeah. We got a real estate play. Because if I'm coming from the street, oh, yeah, I know about play. I just made a play. Shit, I just made the last play in my life to go legit. Yeah. So you talking about plays? Oh, that sounds so similar to me. Let me get on it. But my thing is, where are the entrepreneurs that's doing what the gangsters do? Which, which that going? Would, that's that, 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 that would front, but front me to work. Right. If I'm a young nigga, if I, if I'm 12 or 13 in the city of Atlanta and want to make money, there are drug dealers that will front me work. Yeah. And let me go get it. Who's going to front me the plastic machine? And that's why it's it's not the young people fault. It's not. It's not. It's, it's, and I'm not blaming them. I'm blaming one, the ones that's pumping the uh, poison, and I'm also blaming the ones that's holding the medicine. It's mm. two sides. It's two sides to this. There's people that's pumping poison in our people, and this is all they're giving them. Mm. Then there's the other side that see the poison, and they're not providing the medicine. They're not providing the time, the space, the opportunity to allow you to really step out of it. And that's why I say going back or, or, to... Or they slow drip the medicine. Slow drip the yeah. medicine. and Because like every time I get something, I do feel better, but you're not giving me the whole fucking dose you to heal you me. You ain't giving up to heal me. Yeah. And and what's, what's a, the other side of this, the reason why it's so important to know who you are and have a, a identity of self-worth, because sometimes... You have to dig deeper than your visible generations, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to know who you are as a black person. Because sometimes the generation that you were born in, your mama fucked up. Your grandma fucked up. You know what I'm saying? You don't get into the productive black people in your family till you're great. Or your great grandma. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, when you can't really pull from your personal family tree, you got to pull from the DNA of what you were created from. And that happens if you were a young person, you at school and we're being taught self-worth, self-identity. And we know we come from who we come from. And now education is, I don't know, me not being smart. It looked crazy. That, I mean, we got to get back to some of our institutions. Like, you, as you as you're saying that the first thing that popped in my head and, and you're organizing one coming up uh family reunions yeah you know yeah. what I'm saying like that was something that was so big to me growing up like 
I remember going to my family union for the first time and realizing, damn, all y'all's my family. Yeah. Like, so you're my you my mom's, you're my grandma's sister, and she had kids. And you're my grandma's brother, and all of them get so my great grand just meeting all these people, and now, like Elder says, now you're more rooted. Now you're more centered. Now you're like, <clears throat> you, you know, know what, what a family looks like. I, I mean, I know, I know there's something bigger than myself. I know there's a there's some cousins in Alabama that's doing this. There's some mm-hmm. cousins, and I mean, shout out to my cousin Trey. He was the one that really inspired me on being an engineer. You know what I'm saying? He went to Tuskegee, and, and to this day, <laughs> it's always funny because my own plumbing was like, if you would listen to me, Keith, you be like Trey. <laughs> I'm gonna clip. I'm gonna clip this part. You know. The reason why I am planning my family union is, and it's actually coming up this <clears throat> today. I'm in my family union. You listen to this. I'm at the family union right now. It's in Monroe. <laughs> no, nah, it's in Atlanta, Floyd Plaza. And the reason why I had to have it, I thought about the last time we had one. My granddaddy was alive. Everybody know my granddaddy died last year, and we had it probably. It's probably been about eight years. I did the math. <clears throat> Eight years where family use has happened. And for whatever reason, this person don't want to plan it. This person want to do the work. And shout out my little sister, Winnie. We just said we going to do it. Like We were like, we ain't going to ask nobody for no money. We'll fund it. We'll put it up. Like It has to happen because I'm looking at my little cousins. They are missing something that literally changed my life. Like, again, in your immediate family, you probably need to go up four generations to find somebody that is about something. Mm-hmm. But if you go lateral to your mom's siblings, to your, your mom's uh, <clears throat> cousins, mm-hmm. you will find that person in the family that reflects where you want to go. Mm-hmm. It's a business person. It's an athlete. Man, I got to see all that shit. Nigga, my cousin Marquise went to the fucking league, man. This nigga was the man. My cousin J- <clears throat> JC went to the league. He was a man. Mark was a superstar in this shit. I got cousins that were business owners. I got like, I got to see all this shit like, damn. Mm-hmm. And only just to see it. Even if like, they ain't give me no specific game on how to do this. Or, you just was around it, inspired. Got I to mean, see it. Are you yeah. linked up. I remember you told us a story about you and Troy linking up for the first time, meeting each other. Man, I remember. You know what I'm saying? Man, me and Troy met. And we became best friends. I didn't meet Troy till uh, we met each other when we were like 13. Mm-hmm. That was the first time we actually connected and seen each other. So it's like, I think the family reunion, man, it's the fucking battery pack. Yeah. When your energy is low, when you don't know if you want to keep going, you need inspiration. You need to hear stories. That's 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 what we got to Because I, I, I think... Uh, uh, I've been trying to think of like tangible solutions for black people to come up outside of, you know, of course I want my check, you know what I'm saying, you don't get that but outside of that, how can we push forward, how, you know where where are our political action committees and groups and the, it's family, right. you know what I'm saying it's, it's your family reunion, if you can organize like my dad just came down from uh, Charleston for Juneteenth now I'm like, I'm going next year because that's almost like a pseudo family reunion. He that said, did, you know, I've been yeah. waiting to go to Charleston with you. I ain't yeah. never been. That'd be a good time to come too. Yeah, yeah that'd be. You from time. Charleston? Hell yeah. yeah. What? Straight mm-hmm. from the truck. And he said it ended up being like low key a family reunion because everybody came. You know what I'm saying? Right. And so now 
everybody's like, oh, next year, we're definitely going to go. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, the family trips are cool. Don't get me wrong, because people do a lot of family trips, and my family does that too. Um, but my beef with the family trips are just the economics around it. Like, if we would do more of a family reunion, we more so could be focused on who we are and what we do as yeah, a family. Learning. And maybe the trip be more purposeful. Like, you know, let's take a trip to Tulsa. Let's take a trip to... You know, I, going to Florida, going to Disney World, it's, it's fun cool. with the kids. I mean, yeah. and, and it's super cool. I mean, we did it. It's, it's something you do as a child. It's cool. But like an actual family reunion, what that does is it calls people far and wide. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's almost <clears> like, <throat> it's like any it's like any organization, anything. You say, hey, uh, all the Let's Make Man brothers are going to meet here at this time. Past, new, present, all y'all come. You start seeing old school brothers, they never come back. You know, things like that. So yeah. I think the family reunion for black people, if we start doing those more and have these family reunions, have these meetings, start talking business, start talking legacy, mm-hmm. start talking reparations, get everybody on code. Like, all right, you know what I'm saying? Do y'all know this is what's going in? Are you following this person? Hey, do you know that I have a podcast? Mm-hmm. Right. We, got, we, got, we got 50 people here at the reunion today. Right. Let me get a download. Let me get a download. Can all y'all subscribe? Let me get a follow. Let me get a follow. Mm-hmm. Can all y'all subscribe? Can all y'all follow? Can all y'all post it on your page? Because you know, it's people, it, it, I mean, that simple. It's it's literally that simple. Even with the bank, yeah. hey, it's fifty of us here. Let's all put in ten dollars. You know what I'm saying? Like our cousin needs that plastic machine. <clears throat> right. You know what I'm saying? He don't need no work. He need a plastic machine. Let's put it together. Let's buy him this plastic machine. So yeah. hopefully, when that brother becomes H.J. Russell, you give back to the family. Why? Because they gave me my first plastic machine. Yeah. It wasn't a white man, right. right? It wasn't this program I went to. So now, even as you're getting it, you still got this on the back of your shoulder level. Like, well, I might owe this person because this person is the one who put me on. Right. We got enough family to put each other on. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, I, and that's something that black people got to tap back into. Because when I see other cultures, so you don't think you don't think the gender reveal and these little no. whatever they be doing that. Yeah. that, that, that nah, if you, if you ever been to a real family reunion, yeah, it don't. Nah, compare. I have. It, yeah, as I say, when you go get your shirt, yeah, you know, say with your name on the back, your name yeah. on the back. Gender reveal. Compare. Let me tell you how I know it ain't the same. Red cups be out in front of everybody. Like the, for, in the real family reunion, yeah. you got a section. Bro. Yeah, a section for red. Cups. You know what I'm saying? You got a section where the like red you see, you see, right you see a cloud of smoke in that section. Yeah. Nobody's doing that uh-huh. on this side. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. that family reunion, yeah, get back, man. But uh, anything else on that? Because yeah, I mean. Uh, last name for me, man. Just uh, congratulations, eighty five South. I was speaking of family reunion, man. Yeah. Now I will say. It felt like a family reunion in there when they first started it off. Um, eighty five. Y'all watched it? Yeah, yeah so I haven't wa- watched it yet. Yeah, come on, you supposed to watch that? That nigga, you should have. <laughs> you, the I'm com- like, you nah, the comedian, nigga. I, I, you know, sometimes you gotta let people get all that hype stuff out, and then you go watch it amongst yourself, and you know, so you can really enjoy it. Not watching it just because it just dropped, and everybody. Yeah, eighty five South just dropped a special on Netflix. Well, future you reference. You got a pie. So we potting. We should have told you. You true. We should have told you. But uh, eighty five South got a Netflix deal, man. Shout out. I wa- I literally watched it because I knew what I'm talking about. I literally watched it when I got here. I got I got here early. Yeah. To watch and it. watched it. Yeah. So Netflix eighty five South show uh, put their special out. Um, 
Shady Saturday. The Ghetto Legends Tour. Um, I, I will say congrats. First first off. That nigga can keep making a sandwich. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Compliment. I'm, I'm making a sandwich because, you know, uh, it's a Netflix deal, and that's a big deal. Um, I follow a lot of their behind-the-scenes people, mm. so to see them post a lot of stuff, you know, it's like mm. we get a Netflix deal. Shout out Chad. It's Chad, all, the, all those guys, uh, especially big shot Chad, because he definitely is a, a connector for them. So I know for him, that was a big resume builder. Um, but the Netflix deal, man, it looks good. sounded good. Uh, people was in the building. They had Brian Michael Cox on the keys. Yeah. You know one thing I love about 85 South, man? That boy J-O-N. The, the DJ. Oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah. They yeah. make the beats, the yeah, DJ. Yeah. Like, and I tell this to every young man that come through here and make beats that we've met across this thing. I'm like, man, you make beats. There's a podcast that needs just instrumentals. You know what I'm right. saying? You just make a couple instrumentals mm-hmm. and give it to a podcast. It might not do what the rap song will do, but people will hear your songs every week. They'll hear your beats to the point where J.O.N. be getting deals and stuff now because he started out with 85 South mm-hmm. as the DJ, always having some beats for them. Always having because you know they used to freestyle. They do yeah. so like to see him still with them, and now he's on the main stage for Netflix. That was a big thing. That was a big thing. I agree. That was a big thing. Um, you got you, you got any compliments when we get to the rest of the summer? <coughs> don't this don't ruin it for me, y'all. You about you about to spoil it? Yeah, definitely about to spoil it. Let's share the Saturdays. Um, nah, it, I just I enjoy. I'm just so proud of DC personally. Um. Cause I just remember seeing "fuck you mean" on Instagram, yeah. and just to see yeah. where he has ascended, it's so inspiring. I always tell y'all, man, I love when I watch somebody that look like they having fun. You know what I'm saying? Boys look like they having fun. Um, it was just motivating. It was just motivating, and the entire process to see them started again. Shout out to Chad behind the scenes doing that work. Um, it was a dope. See, my nigga Chico Bean took the hat off, got down, showed no nigga them braids. Boy. Yeah, bro. That nigga Chico. Chico, that boy, that's part of the reason why I started my journey, nigga. You know what I'm saying, bro? I'm dead ass. Because of Chico. Because of Chico. Because yep. Chico's a let his shit just go. And, I, and Chico always rocked the ball ahead. He was like, he thought he was bald. And I was like, maybe I'm not either. Let me just keep. And I remember I kept growing my shit. And in the first barber, I met a nigga at that Kroger. We were staying in Brookhaven. Lost pad uh, two point oh. Is it? Uh, is it? Two, yeah, well, yeah. This well, two point five. Yeah, that's it. Two point five. Two point oh. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I went to the Kroger. A nigga was standing outside, and he was like, hey, "I'm a barber." And he said these words to me. I can catch that. I said, "You can catch this." And nigga said, "Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> nigga barbers. Wait, wait, hold on. Put it on me, barbers. <laughs> That's a motherfucking game right there. I don't know if y'all just heard that. <laughs> if you about to get a whole new lot of clientele with that line right nigga, there. A, a bald head nigga who hair is coming in, and you just I can catch that, and he caught that motherfucker, boy. In the game, you couldn't tell nigga, me that's shit, a fire ass line for a barber. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna try that with a bitch. <laughs> he so got yeah, you. So, so yeah, so Chico, shout out to that nigga. Um. Now, outside of that though, them, them niggas robbed the bank. 
Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> the boy. Come on, don't do that. Let me watch it. You, you should watch that already. Man. Let me say the bank, bro. <laughs> First of all, if you have watched any of their tours prior, even yeah. before COVID, I mean, I it's used to just watch thing. that from the house. I told Kyle, no, I said, it was not the same. I told thing. Kyle, I said they wasn't edited out a lot. Well, th- so this is why I, I was telling Joe. Um, one thing I do know is that Netflix does heavily edit your shows, yeah. only because Schultz also had a Netflix deal for his special, and he said when he got back to final edit, they cut out way too much to the point where he was like, "Let me just buy my shit back." You know, what I'm saying he bought his special back. Put it out on YouTube, did independent or whatever, and got his own money back. And probably made more than he would have made with Netflix. So he said, you know, we don't know, of course, but he right. said he did. But that's why he bought his own special back, because Netflix does heavily edit your shit. And if you've seen anything with 85 South on tour, that that wasn't those. I mean, they talk about titties in the building. I didn't even hear titties in the building. He Carlos tried to say something, but them, them niggas normally go on a whole tirade of like, where are all the titties in the building? Yeah. DC smoking a blunt on stage. Like, I, I haven't seen a tour yet where this nigga don't smoke a blunt on stage. Yeah, he, 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 he didn't even smoke a blunt he, on stage. They, uh, they throw on the pre-roll, so you ain't gonna do that. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, of course, but, yeah, but it's like, you in Atlanta, bro. I think yeah. I think it was... Uh, Cal pointed out something, too. He said he never really seen them talk about each other as much as they did on this one. I, I, I was gonna say that that's a good observation too. Cause I was gonna say that too. They weren't even they did more roasting each other. And I, in my mind, I'm like, they don't even do that. Like they normally kind I of watched, I watched the trap more than I watched their lives. But I used to watch their, it's, that. That's definitely get, that's not even their top three. Hell no, nigga. That, that's like they that's probably the worst one I've ever seen. I'm not even gonna lie to you. Because I ain't that, seen enough to say that, but I know it ain't. I, I've seen enough because I used to watch them all the time. Because the thing is, they used to, you know, do a little banter, do a little crowd work, and then they would kind of like live pod, you know, go to the couch, yeah. sit down with the microphone, mm-hmm. and kind of talk about some of the yeah, shit. They, that's they going just stood up there freestyle. They, they stood up there the whole time. They would just like, yeah, go ahead, and, then, and then they were like, bring the bring the guests up. Yeah, <laughs> and then they go and then bring another, bring guest, another up. guest out, and then they would go. And then, they did, and then they kept just kind of doing little roast on each other. DC like cracking. Bow Wow performed. So like, well, like, tell me, tell me, tell like, me everything. You're like, you're like DC like a little crackhead. And I'm like, how many times you tell, tell that me joke? everything? You know what I'm saying? Like the joke just went over my head a couple times. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, so they, they, I, they robbed the bank, but because they robbed the bank, I was even more proud. <laughs> Well, that's one and then two I know for sure if you went to the show the show had to be better a lot like it, they clearly cut out a lot of shit they had I, I mean, the I, show wasn't even that long I wouldn't see the raw it was like it was 45 minutes yeah it was an hour it, no, it was about 45 minutes it was about like 45 minutes you like, seen you, it when you get the actual oh okay yeah mm. um, normally that shit be like two hours it used to be on YouTube and shit yeah like you could, I, I could tell they cut out a lot Um, so so for on that no I fell asleep on that shit I ain't gonna lie to you I ain't fell asleep I fell asleep on it I was laughing. I was laughing at it, but it definitely wasn't that bad. Nah, I fell asleep on it. I fell asleep on it. Because they, they used to do more crowd work. They weren't even, they, they did a little bit, but it just, it was the Netflix version of 85 South Show. Y'all definitely got mm. me excited to see it now. Yeah, you should. You should, you, you, you should watch it to critique it. Um, yeah, you should watch it. Uh-huh. Yeah, get your jokes out of it. But but I, I will end on saying that what I do also like that they did, they still pushed it out. DC still promoted it. And um, he's still moving without a beat. You know what I'm saying? I know he's taking some time to himself because he's been through something very traumatic. But this is a big moment for them too. 
yeah. you know, and to see him still celebrate it, I was like, okay. Yeah. He, and then they he dedicated it to her. I seen yeah. they dedicated to her at the end. That was mm-hmm. that was dope. Um, like I said, that was the best thing about watching it for me. Yeah, was just watching just him. him and I'm just proud about. I'm proud of that yeah. dude, man. Like he dope as hell. Yeah. And for me, nigga, shut up, crap. I just want right, to right. see the show before you y'all did. It's all already. Should have watched it, nigga. Do your homework. Sound like y'all directed it. Golly. Yeah, we had a podcast. Jesus. Uh, and, they, and they pod and and to see a podcast get to that level because people don't realize 85 South show started oh. as a podcast. podcast. And they used to do like little live shows and shit. It used uh-huh. to be like, hey, we're doing 85 South, come out. Like, it used to be little small venues. And they pa- they put it out. That was a uh, arena. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that so was it's like that. To see it go from that to this and how they handle COVID, like that, 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 that entity, that 85 South show, those guys, uh, especially Carlos and Chad. You know, I, I don't, D- DC is a star. Don't get me wrong. But that's a Carlos and Chad thing. You yeah. know what I'm saying? When you hear the story, when you hear how they met at the kiosk and built this company and went to work at Steve Harvey, all a lot of this shit, when no nobody show up for the 85 South, Carlos gonna be there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And Chad gonna make this shit work. So like that right there was a big deal. Um, I'd be more interested to know like how because I know Andrew Schultz, he broke down his deal with Netflix. So right. like his team got to edit. For the show and stuff, so it kind of made the bad bigger. It's like you know, I, I know some of that edit edit because yeah. you see the credits. If you look at the credits, yeah, it's yeah. a lot of the same people. Yeah, but no, I'm saying I just wondered did they get to do like what shows them did. Like, I just want to know that they giving them the same deal to white folks. You know yeah, did they get the same goddamn? <laughs> you know what I'm saying <laughs> on the back on the back end of the game. But regardless, I love, watch I love, it. Yeah, support got, it. No, you definitely should watch it. It's you number two right it. now. We need to make sure it's number one. Definitely should watch it. Definitely should watch it. And it, it gets me excited to see what they would do on a premium network, like whether HBO or Showtime right. would let them do. You know, mm-hmm. just no no holes bar. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I definitely want to see that. I live, I want to see the uncut version, the whole thing. Yeah, for sure. But um, look, y'all, man, shit. Enough shade for this shady Saturday. <laughs> I got enough shade being thrown at me at this family reunion right now. You trying to put it together? Yeah, yeah. They, they, they throwing shade because you trying to put. No, I'm just saying. Right now, I'm at the family union. I know nigga throwing shade. Oh, because I put it together. I put it together. Oh, come on! I got big country coming in. Oh man, I'm pulling up. (laughs) See, that's the other thing too. See, in this family union, ain't nobody have to cook. You pull up the food done. You know what I'm saying? I got the big white tents that look like Tyler Perry movie. Goddamn, you know. I'm. To pull this shit off, <laughs> so we about to look. We about to have goddamn one camera view on Sunday. Just yeah. let y'all know, because I need these three real quick. I just need them real quick. Chill out, this shit about to be just for real Sunday, but this shit about to be just. But I'm going to have a great story to tell, man. So, look, with that being said, thank y'all for tuning in to uh, Shady Saturdays, man. We love you. Every time on our resident Shade Master, Cheddar Finney is in the building. Cheddar got to come by himself. No intellectual. This is fun. This is fun. (laughs) Producer Keith, how the podcast producer in the game. Y'all already know. We collectively are the Just Elder Podcast. 
We say it every week. We love y'all. We need y'all. But most importantly, we can't wait to see y'all next week. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Jess Eldridge Podcast. Real things, you know we gon' last, yeah. Kick it back, kick it back, kick it back.